You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Back, back, run like a wild man. I watched you struggle and I watched you wrestle with them angels. From Auburn University, Bo Jackson. The correct Jordan Hare Stadium time is 8.46 p.m. Central Daylight Standard Time. Greetings and salutations, Orange and Truthers. Your digital audio device is tuned into the Orange and True podcast, harbored by collegeofmagnolia.com. I'm Senator Crow, at Senator Crow on Venmo, at Senator Crow 2 on Twitter. To one side of me, the rumor monger, grill master, the maestro of Excel, Ryan Starrett. Excel. Couldn't put it better myself. Yeah, I'm sorry. Flying off the cuff. <laughs> to the other side of me, giving you full Fort Payne ASMR. A man of taste, a man of leisure, a man who's wearing a Hawaiian shirt that matches his fish tank at AU Chief. Ahoy. So, okay, last week we learned you had a pond. Yeah. And the week before that, we learned you were into tropical fish. Oh, yeah. Give us another tropical chief. Um, hmm. This is Hawaii Five-O chief talk. Well, I mean, I've been wearing a lot of Hawaiian shirts lately, but that's, that's well known. It's more of a weather thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I, this, is, this, is my, this is a new lifestyle. Yeah. Um, when he found out he was going to be a dad a second time, it just, <laughs> right. just kind of grew into it. Yeah. It's a super dad <laughs> Who look. Who cares anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Who cares anymore? I really want that Auburn uh, Hawaiian Yeah, shirt. man. There's a Time Bahama one that I had my own. Pricey. Yeah, they so are very pricey. Like hundred bucks. Very Get that Poshmark. I also want the uh, that shirt that Lando wears at the end of Solo. Okay, yeah. Also extremely pricey. Yeah. I'll uh, tell you what you should watch is the, my favorite television show these days is Cheers. Oh, it's a Classic good show. TV show. Mm. Season one of Cheers, uh, Sam mm-hmm. Malone, played by Ted Danson. Yeah, the great Ted Danson. Is, he wears a series of... Rugby shirts. Uh, um, they're different brands. Some of them are Nike with the Nike logo on the chest. But they're rugby shirts that they have a sweatshirt pocket, like yeah, a kangaroo man. pocket in the front. Yeah. And every time I see one, I, I like nudge my wife and I go, that's a great looking shirt. And like we've looked them up online. You can't find them. So if you're listening to this and you're an orange and truther who knows how to Google better than I do or get your Bing going, go look it up on Bing and... Uh, and uh, let me know how to find one of these shirts, or make me one. And uh, you know, let me know how to do it. So, Chief, we yep. learned, we learned oh, about the Hawaiian shirts. New facts. Uh, or, well, I don't know if Hawaiian shirts are new facts. I don't. I don't have anything this week. I don't think that you don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll try to uncover it. I'll do my uh, best, Indiana Jones, in Lindiana James went, oh. impersonation. <laughs> um, so this week, oh well, we talked about how I've been watching it. Anime. I think this was after. Yeah, you're getting into anime. Watching uh, <laughs> Neon Genesis uh, e- Evangelion. Anyway, okay. it's on Netflix now. Um, I had some friends convince me to watch it. I'm not a I'm not a big anime guy or anything. Um, Is it Evangelion or Euangelion? Like a- a- Greek word. Evangelion. Okay. Apparently, I it, who knows? It's weird, like any anime is. So, um, 
Supposedly it gets really weird, but I have not gotten to that point yet. It's it's cool. It's nice. It sounds weird. It's great filmmaking. There's great sound design in it. The actors are good. I guess there's new voice actors for this because uh, it's a Those new jokers are animated. Yeah, yeah. It's a new uh, dub. A new production. English dub oh. of it. Um, check it out if you uh, want to dip your toe into anime. I guess so you like dubs both. The kind three eleven does. <laughs> yeah. Root stubs. Yeah, yeah. And also, is he a fan of V dubs? I don't know. What is that bug? In there the is house? a uh, roach. Kill that bug, beetle. All right, y'all vamp. Kill that bug. Ryan's gonna kill a bug. Ryan's gonna kill. Oh, it disappeared. Uh, All right. Wait. We got. Luckily, I'm moving. Bug on the loose. Yeah. Bought a house. Yeah, just that's new. House. What's new about you, Crow? Yeah. Bought a house. Bought a house. So that's a, the most dad thing I've done recently. I have a new front-loading washing machine. <laughs> oh man. My mine went out on me and I was going to buy a used one um, which I was in doing a transaction while we were at the biscuits game on front door on on next door let go Mm. and uh, then I got a little sketched out about it because I looked because they were like oh we moved and it said it was in Auburn but then they were like no it's on Atlanta Highway in Montgomery and I was like "Mm." (laughs) and I was like okay well I'm going to have to rent a truck and then I looked and they're selling like four other washing okay. machines. I was like, no. Nah, they were off a truck. Maybe. They were all used. It was too good of a deal, too. So I just went and opened up a Lowe's card and got some money off. Maxed it out. Well, it, you know, it. it's fine. No, I didn't. Unfortunately, I did not max it out. They gave me quite more credit oh, than I no. deserve. Uh, but we're just going to... Um, Pay off most of it. I've got 12 months to pay the rest of it off. So, uh, but it's nice. It's LG. It's the top rated by Consumer Reports. Now we're talking. Um, got it for about three hundred dollars under MSRP. Is LG Danish? I don't know. Korean. Korean. Close. Yeah. Mm. It's another country. It's <laughs> close yeah. enough. Something weird. They speak a language. Well, no. They're so. <laughs> we, we bought a house. We yeah. uh, were in the midst of just. Do a demo and gutting that house, and so Chip and Joe Gannon gains over well, here. Well, I know I'm trying to get my best contractor voice in, so every so often I'll walk around going, "Well, I'm up to my eyes and alligators. This punch sheet's a mile long. <laughs> she wants quarter inch, quarter rounds, and I can't get them. You need a cigarette hanging out yeah. of your mouth. Lit. If, if the if the if the lady make up her mind, I might be able to get some drywall hung this week. The gangs are from Waco, aren't they? They are there. They're from Waco. Okay. Well, yeah. Which, you know, I've only I've only watched that show at doctor's offices. Yeah, they need to make a they need to make a documentary that just follows Texas contractors around. I'd watch that show, especially if it was on HBO, because it'd be unedited. Oh, I, I would just love yeah. those dudes just say just that put a words. GoPro on top. Of it, it would have <laughs> yes. the same rating as Real Sex on HBO. Got t- ten guys in there, plug three microwaves in to make lunch. It's unbelievable <laughs> how hot it is outside. <laughs> That's what it would sound like. There's always a microwave plugged in at every job site. That's what you got to know about job sites. There's the first thing that happens. Power gets put to the job site. The second thing that happens is three subcontractors plug microwaves into it. I've been well, on. Neither of those happen if you're building my house. You just oh, yeah. get a dirt lot for four months. Yeah, Golly. that's that's not cool. At least you have not. Well, you have paid some money. At yeah, least you have not paid, paid all, money. all the money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they got plumbing now. It's finally underway. Oh, they're going to pour that uh, yeah. slab soon, huh? Okay. Sure hope so. Hope the weather holds. But, uh, yeah, we're all homeowners here. Don't put that on me. Anywho, (laughs) this week is the uh, What If Week on SBNation.com. If you're at SBNation.com, you will see a million different What Ifs. 
think that was last week, technically. Sure. We're a week behind. <laughs> Who cares? It's Alabama. It takes a week to get here anyway. Look, so, the, the 80s lasted well into the 90s here in this state. Yeah. So. so we are uh, we're joining in on the fun and asking our favorite Auburn-related what-ifs. Now, there's a couple that are obvious. What if Chris Davis stepped out of bounds on the kick six? What you if, did. Didn't you see the picture? I did not. I, I, and I did see the picture. <laughs> I know how, you know, perspective works. Yeah, yeah. What if, uh, what if Auburn wins the 2013 National right, Championship? Right. Kelvin Benjamin drops a pass, or Chris Davis doesn't get called for uh, college. Kelvin Benjamin acts a lot like more like NFL coach. <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin, Jonathan Jones um, doesn't get hurt on the kickoff. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of big point that everybody saw coming. Trey doesn't score immediately on that yeah, play. There, there's a lot of what ifs in that. Yeah, time. like we what if what if Oklahoma crazy. or Tennessee loses? What if we don't take our, Auburn to go to the national What if we don't, don't take our foot off the glass? Gas there. Oh, oh, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It is a good what if. So what we're going to do is each, all three of us have two what ifs that are less, less obvious versions of that, and uh, we're going to start with Chief. Chief is going to ask his his first big Auburn what if, and then he's going to explain what he thinks would happen had that not happened. And then Ryan and I are going to vamp a little bit. Well, uh, I guess we'll just start off with maybe one of the more obvious ones is uh, what if we don't sign. Cameron Jarrell Newton. That is an obvious one. Um, I think if if you ask this question, I guess you got to say, well, where does he go? He probably goes to Mississippi State. Who, yeah. if you know any fans of State, like, like my friend Ryan like Starr over here, uh, they believe that uh, they would have won the national championship that year um, if Cam had gone there. It's true, because as we know, when they have an NFL caliber quarterback, they usually, right. wait a minute, they had right. Dak Prescott. They did. The, the, the crazy thing is, if Mississippi State doesn't also go undefeated and win the SEC, yeah. Boise State's a national title game. Yeah, probably, you're right. That's, that's a big one. I don't, I, I, I think Auburn was a perfect storm in 2010. Wait, no, because that 2010 Alabama team was No, really they were 9-3. They lost to yeah, Stephen Garcia. They lost to South Carolina. It was devastating. They lost they, to Stephen yeah. Garcia. Now, they still had hopes. Yeah, they had hopes. They, of going to the national championship game if they beat us. They, they would have been in 10-2. Uh, Boise State was number three undefeated. Yeah, but they're Boise yeah, State. Still Boise State. It's BC. We don't have human, pe- human voters saying That's that true. a Mountain West team can't get in. It's yeah, but I don't know if they would have been at the end of the year number, like in that. Like the computer still may have. You're saying you're saying because Alabama. I don't think Alabama was Alabama, jumping. Alabama would have played in an SEC title game and probably beaten South Carolina the second time they played them. But anyway, uh, yeah, who cares? Uh, <laughs> We're not here to talk about Alabama. Come on, but yeah, so we don't sign him. So then, who's our quarterback? And Grant, we Barrett Grant Trotter, up, Barrett Trotter, Neil Cuddle. What are y'all? Um, I, I Barrett Trotter probably, uh, and Barrett Trotter ain't taking us to the national title. All all due respect. Uh, I like Barrett Trotter. Uh, Briarwood's finest. Didn't he go to Briarwood? No. Did he? I don't know where she's. Where Spain Park. I don't. He's remember. a Birmingham guy. Yeah. Uh, all due respect to Barrett Trotter. Um, I don't. We're not. <laughs> we're not playing. We're win the championship. And so if we don't win that, Oregon probably wins the national championship that year. I think. Yeah, Oregon wins the national championship that year, um, and we don't have a national championship does, to our record. Does 2010 just become 2011 at that point? I think so. It's and like then, a 7-5, and 8-4 and four kind of year. And then I, I think the wheels start to fall off off the field sooner. Yeah. Uh, 
and maybe 2011 becomes 2012, and then Gus is still here, and because he would never have gotten hired away, right? And so then maybe uh, I think he might still get the Arkansas State job at that point. I, he might, he he might, but he's leaving here anyway. Right. So then we get a new coach in 2012, which is not Gus Malzahn. He, he does not, not become the Auburn head and coach. Right. I don't know that Gus becomes the Auburn head coach, and even if Chiswick manages to hang on into 2012 I don't think Gus becomes the head coach because if you if you think about it if they all leave in 2011 then maybe he takes that Vandy job yeah there were a couple, probably a couple of very have. interesting names I don't think he should have Gus. taken that Vandy I, I think he was smart not to take it uh, maybe it was when we hired Chiswick but these same names have been around uh, Bobby Petrino Petrino obviously <laughs> Paul, Paul Johnson was on the table yeah he, he was he was really. Yeah. There were some awful names. What a disaster! Can you imagine a triple been. option Auburn oh and God. how much we the dang ball people would have been people. really happy and we would have been awful. We would have been really bad. Um, but the the point being, I don't I don't think Auburn. I, we're not in playing for a national championship twenty thirteen if no. if we don't win that game because right. the recruiting is not there. Right. We're uh, we're wandering in a wilderness searching for our identity again is what happens, I believe. And I think maybe at this point you you might see Auburn have figured something out, you know, five years removed from that. Right. But there's just no way to know. Now, you, you can argue. Because off- probably just now getting a P5 job. Right. You can argue all you want now about Auburn being mediocre or whatever, but Auburn has had an identity for 10 years now. Yeah, it was since 2009. Um, so whether we were actually running the Gus Malzahn hurry up no huddle or not, right. that's what Auburn's known as on offense at this point. Yeah. Right. Um, so my, my daughter's just screaming. She poor, hates this take. Poor gal. Um, but but I think it's it's the signing of Cam Newton. It, it was a pivotal moment for Auburn. I think. And for Gus Malzahn, it sounds. And for like. Gus, I think. Um, and just for all of us, uh, I I don't think we've. Without winning that national championship, I, there's not nearly as many people upset that we're not playing for one every year. Gosh, that's the truth. Um, a lot of people think that 2010 was the worst thing that ever happened to Auburn fans. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I thought I thought at the time in 04 that that was – I was like, great, now we're going to have a bunch of bandwagoners around. Yeah. And um, to an extent, I think it did to result extent. in some, but not like 2010 did and in, in, in 2013. To an extent, 20, 2004 – Everybody kind of felt bad that they were so harsh on Tubbs the year prior. Yeah. But everybody got over that real quick by yeah. 2007. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Brian, that's a good t- good what if, yeah. Chief. So this is almost a related what if, but in the opposite direction. A couple okay. months prior to signing Cam so Newton. So similar but opposite. Right. A couple months prior signing, prior to signing Cam Newton, Auburn was leading Alabama – in the fourth quarter, oh, yeah. of the 09 Iron Bowl. Right, I was watching that game over Thanksgiving break. Mm-hmm. My whole family. What Chris happens? Chris F. We, Todd at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. record breaker. Chris Todd. Chris. Terrell Zachary. Chris game, F. So I Todd. It. Yeah. So what if Auburn doesn't give up that last touchdown, which Bama fans dubbed the drive? Oh, you mean gets, gets called for one of the I don't know seven pick right. plays they ran on that drive? Who's, who's the quarterback on this Bama team? AJ McCarron. No, it's uh, before him. John Parker Wilson. That's right. McElroy. Oh, McElroy. This is Greg McElroy's yeah. year. John Parker Wilson's way yeah. before that. I mean, they they're all the young. same guy. Yeah. yeah, they really are. So, so what if Losers. Auburn beats Alabama? The undefeated Alabama, yeah, in and they don't play the 
Well, so here's the thing. They still play a top five Florida. That's true. They, they win the East going away. That's true. Sorry, win the West going away. Tebow cried, baby. Tebow cried. Right. That's it. So, the uh, just looking at the bowl rankings, or the rankings going we're, into the we're bowl. We're still rather, in the BCS. Era. Cincinnati is number three yet undefeated oh. at 12-0. Uh, coached by Brian Kelly at the time? Brian Kelly, who we know goes into the postseason undefeated. Yeah. And does not go out yeah, undefeated. Right, right, right. Um, is Cincinnati playing Texas in the national championship that uh, year? Maybe. Number four is TCU Wowzers. in the Mountain West. Do we get a G5 or I guess the uh, no. the Big East at this point is not G5. Alabama right. probably still plays for that national championship, I bet. Do they still beat Florida if they lost to Auburn week yeah. four? Yeah. Are we in the SEC championship? No, we're, we're three games out. Yeah. Four, five, so they probably still go. Alabama was had a three-game lead in the West. Yeah, yeah. They, they They're win, still going they win the, the West. Championship. They probably still go. It's just that they never <laughs> – wait. Hold on. If they don't – What you got? trying to think. Wheeler turning. Well, you know, they played for several national championships without winning the SEC. I was trying to think. Is that the only one that they won the SEC and they played for – and they won a national championship? No. 2015. Okay. All right. All right. In 2011. Never mind. Or 12 or 11. The way. real question is what are they – they don't play for title in Auburn. Right. So, that, so that's kind of what I'm getting at is if Auburn, Auburn wins the beats, title. beats Alabama in 2009, right. still has 2010, Cam's already committed. Yeah, somehow, somehow Alabama doesn't make the national championship. Right. So does their dynasty ever really get off the ground? Yes. Absolutely. Even if yeah, they have too much recruiting and too good of a coach. Fred that, hates they, they, That's they, a what if. Maybe uh, Auburn get, is the premier program in the state in two, yeah. after 2010. I think we were the premier program in the state after 2010 anyway. Yeah, we had but, it, the, but it's debatable at that point. If if, if true, Saban is is one in three against Auburn. Auburn has a national I, title. I, I don't think Heisman winner. I don't think not winning 09. I they hit their recruiting trail. Their bagmen hit the trail a lot harder than they did. Do already. So, that is casually libelous, Chief. Oh, I, I mean, they Chief probably knows them. Actually, I, I'm, I'm almost Chief positive Chief does know an Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> Who may or may not be a head coach. Somewhere. Yeah, may or may not be a head coach for their uh, uh, team wearing orange. Um, the um, Sam Houston State's got some big, big <laughs> coaches. Syracuse. <laughs> I know. I just think they hit the trail harder. I, I, I don't think. I, I think. I don't think it affects things that much. They just have one less national championship. I don't think there's guys, guys. I don't think there's guys that ended up at Alabama after ten or after nine that weren't already going to end up there. My que- my question though is is Saban on the hot seat? No. Hey, after after year four, no, he's one and three against Auburn. No. See, this is it goes that into is, my what if. I, he's right. not on the hot seat. And I'll transfer now, right on in because it might a very similar what if. Actually, he might be. Uh, right? He, he's on the hot seat. He's on the hot seat. With idiots. Because he was on the hot seat in the room. Who, who are we talking about, Chief? This is Alabama. There's a lot of those. I know. I was, I was, he was on he the hot seat. He lost to Utah in the Sugar Bowl in 08. If the following year he loses to Auburn, right. and their new coach yeah, was three We have nine. to assume he also loses to Florida, basically. Right. No, you just have to assume he doesn't get in our championship game. I yeah. think if he wins, he beats Florida, he's in. He'd There's two undefeated loss, teams, though. He'd be a one-loss SEC team, but... And then it'd be and technically, that's true. Technically, that's true. Big it, uh, Cincinnati it is, it is still a power conference. It did used to favor um, yeah. undefeated over. Right. Um, I will say, after the 2010 Iron Bowl, I was sitting in a um, in the zone, which is their big. They have a large suite in one end zone. Okay. 
and there were people mad. I mean, mad in real life about Nick Saban and saying, I just don't think he's the guy. I just don't think he's so, the guy for this program, So, if guys. he's one and three. All one and three, no national titles. No Heisman winner, because Mark Ingram's not winning the Heisman if they don't <laughs> go to the national championship. Right. Um... Yeah, maybe he's on the hot seat. Uh, he, You're talking about a whole now, different world. Now, I, before the pod, full disclosure, I did mention another what if that it that is somewhat related to this. Nick Saban did not want to be at Alabama, right? Well into his tenure, um, and him both. If if Les Miles takes the job at Michigan, I have it on fairly good authority. He he was going back to LSU, like like. Like, like let, the only reason Les Miles isn't in Michigan is because they wouldn't let him coach the bowl game. Right. If they let him coach that bowl game, Nick Saban is at LSU, and LSU's probably won a couple more national titles. And like before point. the pause, Tom Hicks was on Dallas radio last right. this past week saying, in 07, if Mac Brown had just said, yeah, that's a good idea, Nick Saban's the head football coach of Texas in 2007, and then Mac Brown is some sort of recruiting liaison. Right. And now Texas is sitting there with more money than anybody knows what to do with. Right. And Nick Saban as their head coach. In a conference they could win with their eyes closed. This is ridiculous. The whole college football world has changed. That's yeah. the case. I, I, let's just say Miss Terry loves Baton Rouge. Well, and, yeah. Uh, Your uh, options are Baton They have a lot of friends. in Texas or Tuscaloosa. The, the authority I have it on is friends of theirs. Right. Uh, that uh, I met through my former employee. And they they hated it their first year or two in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, winning cures a lot of ills. Yeah. It is not cure not losing to losing poor Fran's ills right now, though. Daughter of Crow is just having a, having a night. Real upset. I'm sorry, Fran. So my what if, uh, I, have, I had two what ifs. I think I forgot both of them, but I have a couple more that I'm going to try to keep going. Is that My favorite game of what if is the 2014 Iron Bowl mm-hmm. because of how amazing Auburn played on offense. So it's kind of like the 09 Iron Bowl. What if yeah. Auburn wins that yeah. game? Yeah, yeah. Man, my own heart with Nick Marshall right there. I mean, the 14 Iron Bowl. Best Auburn quarterback never to win a was Heisman. The closest Auburn. Nick Marshall super fan, Ryan <laughs> Was the closest thing Auburn ever has played to just a complete NFL blitz game It was wild. I, I was there. Uh, we... Auburn fans in the upper deck could not believe what we were seeing. It was Duke Williams was a god amongst men there. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy, it was fun to watch. So what if Auburn decides to double cover Amari Cooper, I don't know, a couple times. <laughs> and maybe twice. Maybe, and he doesn't just, have maybe just cover him once. Two hundred uh-huh. and such yards receiving and Auburn wins that game. So Auburn Let's just put this into perspective. What if Gus had fired Ellis Johnson after so the previous season? Auburn and beats and Alabama in 2000. <laughs> okay. no. Well, no, sorry. We were already past the <laughs> Auburn would have beaten the Tide in 2010. Mm. Won a national championship in 2013. Mm-hmm. And beaten Alabama in 2014, which Auburn already had a loss. That's a, that's a lot Texas of combined A&M. what ifs there. No, no, no. This has all already happened. The only change is the 2014 Iron Bowl. Well, 13 is still won in the championship. 13, oh, sorry. Auburn goes to the championship okay. in, 14, in 13, wins one in, in 10, okay. beats Alabama in 14, mm-hmm. and Auburn had already lost to AM in 14, <sighs> and Mississippi State. There's State, a so what if right there. Have, the thing people forget, we should have lost to South Carolina. Right. 
So you're not going to the SEC Steve championship Spurrier's game. Steve best coach game in like 20 years. <laughs> we should have lost South Carolina. So you're not you're not talking about an Auburn team that beats Alabama and then goes to the national championship. Right. But you're talking about an Auburn team that beats Alabama right. in back-to-back years. Right. Suddenly. With offense. Right. And so you're talking about, in my pers- in my belief, Saban is at that moment 0-2 against Gus Malzahn. And sure. Gus has run him ragged offensively. To the tune of after he rushed for like two, and, and, for like two hundred and thirty yards, and, and we game? have to remember it. Fourteen, he brings in Lane Kiffin and completely changes his offense in response. Response to Gus, to Gus. So if Gus beats and him anyway, Gus and Clemson, I would say you're looking at, in my opinion, a complete and total change of the way the SEC does football from that moment. That would that would have been. The touchstone moment of well, I mean, we'll say Alabama does still win the West in 2014 with a loss there. Yeah, okay, because they're tied with Mississippi State, and and they have the tiebreaker because Dan Mullen never beat Mississippi State. You mean Dan Mullen never beat Alabama? Sorry, well, he beat Mississippi State a lot, never beat Alabama. (laughs) Yeah, you mean the best coach in Mississippi State football history? Yeah, the guy who. I think can be dangerous at Florida. Florida gonna be real good next year. But I don't. Think, I that. don't think he is. Uh, They're not a national title. Coach. I don't think he's a, an elite caliber coach. That's, I think that's my take on. Yeah. We are anyway. He's a poor man's Gus Malzahn. Back to my what yeah. if you guys. Sure. I think Nick Saban retires. If Auburn, if Auburn wins the fourth no, round, no, no, he can't. But they, they Still have a shot. Is this what we want football to be? That's what he'd be saying over and over again. Who who goes to the national title? Didn't Texas fire another coach in in fourteen? That one. That's Charlie Strong. Charlie Strong. So so he could have gone there. Yeah, but like I don't think he's he's the type of guy that's definitely and probably knows it. Definitely going to die the second he retires. Gus has extended probably ten years. He's out there two years in a row. Yeah, and if he beats him the way that he. Like if we score we that many points, uh, but then are we stuck with Ellis Johnson for another year? And then fifteen yeah. is completely horrible. Oh wait, fifteen was pretty. Fifteen bad, was pretty anyway. bad. Uh, All right, now going back around, I will start with my second what if, okay. and then we'll go to run, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we'll finish on cheese. I don't remember what my second one was. Oh, I got two more people to think of it. I think it's Jet Gate. Yeah, your your second one's Jet. Wait, I just spoil it there. Yeah, sorry. We'll talk Jet Gate. Oh, maybe we should take a break. Oh yeah, take a break. (laughs) Yeah, we should do that now. Gotta pay them bills. And we're back. Pay them telephone bills. We are. um, I hope you just heard a uh, uh, commercial for Monster Jam at your local arena. Uh, you probably did. You probably heard a podcast commercial for God, a podcast you know, better than this one. There probably is a podcast on our podcast network dedicated to monster trucks. If there's not, we need to start the sub yeah, podcast. Well, when you get when you get the uh, when you get the uh, <laughs> um, podcast studio, yeah, when I get the studio built out in the backyard of the new place. We're really gonna. I mean, if you want some help, we can. I do want some help. We can build, Chief, build the know. studio. Yeah, that's what I want. Like, we'll have, like, a table with any actual leftover, mics and stuff. Uh, any leftover flooring that we don't use in the house going into the studio. We'll just, like, some carpet and slap it up on the walls. I'm probably going to get those... Uh, get some foam. Sam's that makes sells those foam... How big is it? How big? What, what's square it's, footage? It's, it looks like a murder shed. I bet it's... I bet it's a five by five. Five by five. I bet it's... It okay. is, it's going to be a little cozy. We yeah. can fit a, a small round table in there. Maybe? There's a currently a really rad wooden table in there. Okay, and maybe you know three mics and okay. 
We can make it happen. Okay. It could be it could be a nice little clubhouse, as my wife calls it. Coming soon. We gotta get a uh, we gotta get a portable air conditioning unit. Yeah. Strapped in there. Those are, it's gonna be fairly, hot. Those are fairly cheap now, though. Yeah. And power. Winter, I think, might be a little. No, here's here's the deal for winter. If I really am doing this right, I want a wood burning stove put in there. So you know what you do. You slap up some. Fran hates poor, this idea. Poor Fran, sorry. Fran. She's still lying down. My daughter screams lying down. Oh, it's a it's a baby thing. When she stands up, then I know she's ready to go. Um, you put up insulating foam behind the soundproofing. Stuff. Right. And the insulating foam's not. It's like fifteen bucks a sheet or something like that. So, and that'll keep it nice and uh, well, warmer. And it'll keep it cooler. If you want to sponsor this renovation, if you if you're sitting there listening to this, anymore, guys. no, no they can sponsor Crow individually. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm. This is an individual sponsorship. If if you are sitting here listening, this to has this nothing podcast. to do with the Orange True Podcast. No, the Orange True Podcast is sponsored by the Vox family of sponsors. If you're listening to this podcast, and you're like, you know what? I really enjoy what Son of Crow brings to the table. I was a big fan of We Got Jared. Maybe. And I own a construction company. I'll do this house I, for I think free. we do have some listeners that are involved in construction. Well, guys, come on down. I'll <laughs> give you the address. Maybe, maybe surplus materials they might have. Guys, I'll put the dadgum sign on the roof while you're doing the construction work. I don't care. Be visible from the space station. Anyway, my what if, yeah. Chief and Ryan. <laughs> what if we don't digress so much? No, it would be a different podcast. <laughs> it would be the Orange What if podcast? I kept up with show notes during the summer? We had show notes. It's just... This is the the show, a round robin of of what what ifs. What if? All right, Chief, think back. Mine, this is a two-part what if. Think back to 2007, as it was called. Mm -hmm. And uh, Auburn beats Alabama in the 2007 Iron Bowl. Yeah. And then Tom's Tuberville. It's my last Iron Bowl. Me too. Tommy Tuberville decides... To revamp the offense, even though he had just won the Iron Bowl mm-hmm. for his sixth straight field of the thumb, the other hand, as it was called, mm. uh, he decides to change things up a bit. And instead of going with a traditional uh, Tuberville-friendly offensive coordinator, Tubbs decides I'm going to go with this out of the box. T. Frank, Tom, uh, Tony Franklin, the guy wrote a book. I think you're. I think you think you're not giving. Uh, Tubbs more uh, credit. I think Tubbs saw where the game was going. Well, here's what I've been told. <laughs> and I have it on good authority. That Tubbs saw where the game was going, and Tubbs wanted one Gustav Malzahn. But it was told to Tubbs, nope, that he wasn't ready for the lot, for the for prime time. This is after well, Gus has been at Tulsa for a season. No, he hadn't gone to Tulsa yet. 2000, he was his, there in 2007 and 2008. Okay. Well, here's, here's But he had a reputation from Arkansas. Right. Here's... Both Arkansas guys? Here's the thing with that. I'm not sure Gus would have taken the job. Uh, simply for the reason that Tony Franklin probably shouldn't have taken the job. Is he was not allowed to bring in well, any assistance. Because, do you know why? Because Tubbs liked his guys. No. The barbecue bunch. He did like them, but they were all one year away from being vested into oh, the pension? RSA. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was willing to get rid of them the next year, but he didn't want to screw them all over right. this year. They'd all been his guys. They'd all been with him. So this is, for listener, younger listeners' sake, this is Hugh Nall, Ensminger. Hugh Nall, Don Dunn, Steve Ensminger, Greg Knox. Uh, um, Ensminger, who was a, what, 
Phoenix City or Smith Station it's high school like coach next season. Yeah, yeah. Hugh Knoll, who is running yeah. a trucking company. Steve Insminger, who is the offense coordinator for the LSU uh, well, Fighting Tigers. Bayou Bengals. Uh, so One of those guys is a, works at the barbecue. A barbecue Don Dunn, he's yeah. the pit master. Yeah. These right. guys got their uh, state of Alabama pension and yeah. said, yeah, we're done with coaching. Well, so, yeah. Well, Greg Knox is, is of course still in coaching. However, the, there was always he this tension up. of Franklin wanted to throw the dang ball. Yeah, and he wanted to spread everybody well, out. No, and throw, 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 throw. None throw. of the other. The well, Hugh Nall was very against. Hugh right. Nall formed a coalition against Tony Franklin. As it was told to me, none of those guys were in favor of Tony Franklin spread from I the get go. Hugh Nall was the main guy against it. But you bring the Gus Malzahn spread. Now the spread is basically just the power. Yeah, it's just yeah, the, we're, it's we're the running, team running the ball. We run in two thousand or yeah, twenty thirteen really. But. Again, I, I don't think Gus comes simply because he he did that same thing at Arkansas where he went in. But what if he did? One. The question okay, is, okay. what That's if he did? Here. What right. if he comes to Auburn? He is now the offensive coordinator for the two thousand and eight Tigers. He's I think he is Cody Burns. He is Gus Cody Burns in the Gus Malzahn offense with Benjamin Franklin Tate. Well, as his I don't know if you guys knew, but we did have Cody Burns in the Gus Malzahn offense. And know, he was a wide receiver. So uh, I, I don't think eight turns out any differently. Oh, I do. I am. I am of the opinion that uh, there was. We don't have a quarterback. Chris Todd's hurt. Cody's uh, Cody. Cody is Cody, no matter who's the coach. Right. No offense to my man, Cody Burns. I believe Barrett um, Trotter's a freshman. Barrett Trotter, maybe. No. 2008, he's a freshman because he graduated in 2018. Guys, he left. Gus he would have found. He had a year of eligibility left. Gus would have taken. Neil uh, Cottle is the other guy. Gus would have taken Robert Dunn and said, do you probably play a high school quarterback? Let's figure this out. The same way he once took a a defensive back who'd been kicked off of the University of Georgia's football team I think turned him into Ryan's favorite quarterback. I, the best quarterback in everyone has. I oh. think you are overestimating Hugh Nall's willingness to accept Gus Malzahn. I think Hugh Nall... I think Crow's statement here is dependent on all of those guys he has coming to. back. Gus, no, no, no. No, Gus gets I'm to bring saying, in his own guys. No, I'm saying he gets, he has to work with the same guys that Tony Franklin had to work with. Well, I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't think so Hugh sure. Nall's working with him. I, th- I think Hugh Nall... Would have been against almost anyone they brought in. I, I, I Hugh Nall was a, a poison on that team. Wow, this is also casually liable. Uh, no, it was not. This isn't liable. This Hugh Nall was a poison on that team. All right, Chief, I got a question for you. More poisonous to their team, Hugh Nall or Trooper Taylor? It's about the same. <laughs> it, it's it, it's a it's a little different. I think Troopers was a little um a little more well-meaning to be honest with you. I think he cared about his guys and he just he, he, we'll, we'll stop there. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, so that's my what if and it appears that my daughter's falling asleep. So that's a good time. So oh, put that that would have put her right yeah. right to bed. So as the youngest I had a backup what if to that well, way, which was the so, same so what if, if but with but with but with Gene instead of hiring Scott Leffler because from what I was told, 2012 went off the rails. It was off the, the field. The minute Scott Lefter was hired because I, the recruits began, and the team. I have friends who, who had gone to recruiting visits early in that summer 
and said that nobody on the team hosting them thought they were going to be any good because of this new offense. And that the coaches were talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to be dropping back, seven-step drops, blah, blah, blah. And the guys well, he, he in knew, practice were like, this is not going to He was friends work. with Tom Brady. <laughs> he knew Tom Brady was. So I, I think there's a, a deeper what if is if anything matters in either one of those years. And I, I personally think that both of those years were headed in a bad direction. Most likely. For reasons not just on the field. When I get my 2012 podcast going, we'll... we'll Especially 12. I, 12... The joke is Mark uh, Mark Richt has lost control of Georgia. Gene Chizik had lost complete and total yeah. control. And, and I as think... As sad as it is, I think some of the things that helped get Auburn to where they were in 2010 were also the downfall yes, of 2012. Absolutely. I, I think that's right. And, and I... Auburn had never recruited the way I think had. that's a very interesting what if that maybe we can cover at some other point is if the success of 2010 doesn't happen, if we don't win a national championship, but maybe we're kind of good, yeah, and then we're just mediocre in 11, maybe 12 doesn't happen because some of the players aren't in the same headspace as they were. This is kind of like the what if Gus Malzahn's career gone in reverse? What if? I love that one. What what if he comes in? What if Mike Dyer doesn't? What if Mike Dyer's down and we don't win that game? We're still winning that game if he's down. Well, I know. Can't convince me otherwise. But and and, but what if we Mike Dyer doesn't have himself in a situation where we play him even though he should be being disciplined? Right. So that that's a long, deep thing that I think we really can talk about, and maybe you will cover it on an episode of your twenty twelve. If we don't have Mike Dyer in twenty eleven, twenty eleven is twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because the quarterback situation was the same. Yeah. In both years. Okay. Your what if? Sorry. Yeah. So as the youngest member of this podcast, I figure I should take it back. We've been talking about yeah. the late 2000s, early 2010s. Yeah. Let's go back to the early 80s. Four years before I was born. Well, 15 years before I was born. Jesus. Well before I cared about <laughs> Auburn sports. Yeah, that's true. The case could be made that I don't care about them now, but <laughs> I do. Pat Dye. Yeah. Is the Patrick Fane Dye. There you go. Is the head coach of the Wyoming Cowboys. Yes, he is. He's, he has time. Yeah, what is there? their what is their record? What what uh, I think they were seven and five, maybe that year. They were he he, saw he them wrestle with year. the Miami yeah, he, he uh he has his ties in the southeast, but um, I mean one he's, he's just, not really an Auburn guy. He's he's a Georgia, he's a Georgia guy. guy who worked for Bear. Yep. So he's he's the head coach at Wyoming. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it, and I can't confirm this. A rumor. I heard this story. I am the rumor monger. Yeah. Well, this is an apocryphal story. Right. Let's, let's not even call it a rumor. I, I think every, almost everyone listening to this podcast will probably have heard this right. at some point before. The story is that Wait. Pat Dye never signed his contract in Wyoming. With, with Wyoming. Meaning... He Tony came, Barbied it, if you will. When Auburn came knocking after the... Is it the 1979 season? I yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was in 1980 that we right. signed him. So... So when Auburn comes knocking, there's no buyout for Pat Dye at Wyoming. He is free to go if he wants to. And honestly, if you're the head coach at Wyoming and you're from the Southeast and Auburn comes knocking, you're probably going to take that job. If Auburn had had to pay a buyout, perhaps they move on to the next candidate. I, I don't know that. I don't know, I don't who, know who the other candidates were. I don't were. either. Uh, I, I think to say they were not going to be as successful as Pat Dye. Surely... We would have loved to have 
for Mama to call Vince Dooley home. Yeah, there's a possibility there, but I believe he's already the head coach of Georgia. He is. They and they win their title in eight. Right, but yeah, I'm sure he was already the head coach. How long right. have he been there? If he'd only been there sure. a year, maybe he would have been reluctant to leave after only a year. But I'm certain that we would have liked to have had him here. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, I think maybe he was approached for that job. Yep. Now that I think about it, but. I'm sure Georgia has a pretty big hefty buyout. Well, the problem here is, Ryan, is uh, I don't think there were really hefty buyouts back well, then. I think when, that, when one person has a contract and the other doesn't. Yeah, that that's that's the thing. I, I, buyouts definitely weren't what they are now. That rumor has it, my friend at Dale says. I think it would also have been tougher to get a contract. If he was under a contract. Right, right, surely. Sure, so, there's way more hoops to jump through, whether it's a buyout or just having to make some right. sort of settlement with them. So Pat Dye does not come to Auburn. Okay. Maybe you say Auburn still does you know, become a power program. It does. So I think Bobby Bowden was on the uh, radar at the time. Now that's Top an interesting hire. Yeah. Wow. Um, Did he? Well, you know, he's a Bear guy. Bowden. I know. He, he played for the yeah. Bear. Um, but the, throughout the 70s, Auburn, no, Auburn is Cal College. Yeah. But no, I think I think no, um, if Auburn's Texas Tech. I th- I think no, I think Bobby was on on the radar. I think that's uh, I think Jack or someone in in our chat mentioned this when you brought it up. In that, um, I do believe Bobby Bowden was on the radar. Maybe yep. we signed him. Then maybe Deion Sanders. He's from he's on. from the state of Alabama. Um, right. And I could have seen him taking it. I mean FSU ain't. They were nothing at that point. <laughs> no, yeah. So he like he, he built him. FSU, right, yeah. so he could have he could have left, yeah. um, and he hadn't even built them yet. Right, nineteen eighty. I think it's just an, it's an interesting storyline to explore. If Pat Dye is not the head coach, no. and yeah, no, where, it is. Where is he the head coach? That's the next right. question. So how, does Who he ever end up here? Pat Dye. If we don't, I think the the question you ask is what happens if we don't hire Pat Dye? Right. Surely and, he's not staying at Wyoming for very long. Right. Um, and I don't think even what happens to Pat Dye is interesting. It's what happens to Auburn. Right. Because who's... There's so many... I mean, I mean, I guess Auburn, maybe you Auburn could make... today is built on what we were in the 80s, like it or not. I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of where modern Auburn No, Pat, Pat Dye brought what Auburn Bear Bryant stage. did at Alabama to Auburn. Right. Um, and... It's a, he brought total control. Total control to the football coach. Uh, maybe a little, you know, a little keeping it down home, cuz yeah. uh, here and there, and or and everywhere. Uh, <laughs> but if if he doesn't come here and do that, I mean, we're not we're we're probably not sitting here having this podcast right, right now. Is Bo Jackson right. not at all? That's possible. He's. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pat. Bo Jackson is a professional cyclist at that point. <laughs> Very real. I he could be a professional. Bo could. Come here to play yeah. baseball for Pal Mummy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that we, you know, you have to assume we don't. Maybe, maybe you have to Frank, assume we don't have Bo Jackson as a football player. Maybe wow. Frank Thomas is not allowed to stay on as a scholarship athlete. Yeah. Whenever he gets hurt as a football player. Right. And does not stay at Auburn as a baseball player. Right. That okay. the fact that Frank Thomas is the only Hall of Famer from the SEC is one of the wildest stats. Because a couple of the others are juicing pretty hard. Right. Fly just threw our best of the mic. He was on the mic. He was on the mic. Fourth host. 
Well, a beetle. It's not a roach. It's a beetle. beetle. I thought it was a beetle. Yeah, it came from outside. It's gone. If if we want to talk baseball, I'm hoping Tim Hudson is the next SEC Hall of Famer. I'd love him. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I'd love that too before Mississippi State has has won. I don't think he ever had a Cy Young or anything. Oh, yeah. He was never the best pitcher in the league. He was always one of the best, but for 15 years. Did he not have one with the A's? I don't believe he He made Moneyball work. Yeah. Not mentioned in the movie Moneyball, unfortunately. Because yeah, it is. It's, it's funny because there is a bald pitcher on the A's yeah, in Moneyball. But that movie it's, presupposes that somehow that was the Moneyball that made them win games. Not the fact that they had two pitchers who were just lights out that year. Lights out that year. And I believe you. It, they had Star Lord at first base. Right. They had Star Lord at first base. They, uh, he was at least in top 10 in Cy Young voting. Chubby Star Lord, before he lost a bunch of weight and became a superhero. Let's, he stopped drinking beer. Did Tim for, for a month? Well, I almost asked if Tim Jackson ever won a Cy Young. Oh, Auburn, uh, yeah. player wrangler Tim Jackson? Yeah, that's what you want to call him. Sure. Did Tim Hudson ever win a Cy Young? We let him bring Siri. You guys on the Siri? Here's what I found. The first Siri. result is from huh. Wikipedia. Google. It sounds like Siri. Sir. Google. Is that not... What is the one from Halo? Cortana? Cortana. Cortana. That's the Microsoft one. Yeah, Cortana. Uh, Yeah. If he had won, it surely would have said yes. Anyway. But Tim Hudson was in the top ten for Cy Young voting for the American League several times. He is my all-time favorite MLB player. He, He is why my wife actually sort of likes the Braves. So... She's a she was a big A's fan while he was playing yeah. for the A's. Chief, A's. we've got one more. What if? Oh yeah, what do you got for us? Speed it on here. Uh, what what was it? Jetgate? Didn't I tease that earlier? Yes, we did. So what if Jetgate is successful and um, Tubbs gets canned after two thousand three, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand two. So after five years. So you split his tenure in half. We don't have his 0-4 team. We still have all his players, though. With Bobby Petrino with the 0-4 team. Bobby Petrino coaching. So, <laughs> uh, you know? Maybe. It could be anything. Uh, uh, maybe we Is score Bobby a lot more points. Because he might have. He, I think he turned it down. No, he did not. Oh. <laughs> he did not turn it down, my friend. It, wait, let's let's take Tubbs won the Iron Bowl let's, and people found out what had happened right. and <laughs> yeah, this this is Les Miles from like three years ago right where he was going to be fired one last game of the season got yeah, carried off the field yeah, by his yeah, players yeah, yeah. gosh um, I it, love explain that. Jetgate and all the little details so, for people that don't know the details so no okay so Tubbs comes here from Ole Miss in 1999. Uh, we had been real bad in 1998. Um, we won two games. It was the worst season that I have watched um, as an Auburn fan. Even the 12... 2013? 2012, I mean? We won, two wins. We won, three. we won three games in, in 12, my friend. Uh, we won... We didn't win any conference games in 12. We won two uh, and I don't even think either one of those were conference games. And, uh, and, well, 12, and was the, 12 was the only year we've never won a conference game. From okay. It, it, maybe we won one. We, uh, we, our coach wasn't fired. He just left uh, three games in. I believe. Without telling the team. Yes. Uh, brother, brother Bill Oliver, uh, yeah. our pretty good defensive coordinator from that time, uh, coached our team. 
It was a it was a nightmare. Who so, was the coach? Bill Oliver. He just left? No, no, no. No, Terry Bowden was the coach. Oh yeah, I knew that. Tiny Terry. Um there's some salacious I love rumors. Idea. You want some salacious rumors? Oh, I know. I've heard those. Okay. But I love the idea that there weren't any rumors. He just got tired of it and just like yeah. drove away one day and was like, you know what? I'd rather just so, coach. So I think he kind of was just tired of everything yeah. that was happening. For the record, Auburn is 3-8 in, in 1998 with wins over three. Columbus, okay. Louisiana Tech, and okay. UCF Knights. Okay, so we did win one. We won three. National champion, champs, you Central yeah. Florida. They yeah. probably won it that year. Oh, I... Did I send you guys the picture? Of the uh, We went and ate at this hole-in-the-wall seafood shack place in Fort Walton. They had a Central Florida National Champions. Oh, my, my wife's grandparents live in Orlando, and almost, there is a flag almost across asked, from their house. Almost asked national for it. Champs. I, li- I don't understand the Auburn people get so worked up. About I'm not worked up. I love it. I love it, too. Why would you not love it? are getting into the skin of Bama fans everywhere. I, I, know, I know why Will, uh, Dr. McLaughlin, doesn't He's like it. He's a South Florida guy. Yeah, he has a, he has a vested interest not to, not to be a Didn't fan of that. did he go to UCF? USF. Oh, okay. USF. I thought he went to UCF. Um, Back but to anyway, Jetgate, though. Yeah, back to Jetgate. Uh, 99, Tubbs comes in. I mean, we don't have, we basically don't have a running back on the roster when he comes in. It's pretty nightmarish. Heath Evans, uh, a fullback at best. And future, future concussion Saints. truther. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Cassinius Moore, is that, is that who the running yeah, back Yeah, yeah. Cassinius yeah. Moore, uh, who I proclaim to my, uh, what is this, 90, fall of 99. So, yeah, I am a uh, sophomore in high school. My sophomore in high school history teacher, huge Bama fan. <laughs> Big shock, I know, in northeast Alabama. Wow. Uh, it, it, making fun of us. And I was like, we got Consinius Moore? I was, I was super pumped. Um, not good. Um, so, <laughs> we do okay. Um, we go. We win five games that year, I believe. Um, I'll check for you, Chief. The uh, the next year we bring in JUCO transfer Rudy, Rudy uh, which always sounded like everyone was booing at the games. Well, we five and six, five and six. Signing, we won five games. Look Why didn't everybody just look at the old noggin? Nine, sorry. Why yeah. did everybody just chant Rudy? I know, like the movie. I know, it's it's weird. I don't know. They didn't want it to be off sides. <laughs> I guess so. Um, so we do better that year. We win nine games, eight, eight games. In 2000? Yes. Auburn. Oh, no, 10. The SEC 10. West. That's right. 10. 9 but, and 4. But we lost the one game I went to. No. Tennessee. We lost the SEC. I think I went to three games Florida. that year. Florida. We, we yeah. lost the my first ever away game, which is at Mississippi State that year. Did, let me ask this question. Could you drink the water at Starkville? I didn't. And I'm not uh, sure you could. I think a couple of years ago you could just start drinking the water and start from Mississippi. Let me tell you how many. Sick. Can you take a guess on how many times they played Who Let the Dogs Out in the year 2000 <laughs> at that game? Oh, man. <laughs> at least 20. It was my living nightmare. <laughs> Did um, she have dumps like a truck? <sighs> truck truck at that game, too? Dice uh, like, what? 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 I don't remember. I don't remember if they played that. They played Who Let the Dogs Out at every opportunity. Anyways, Auburn wins the West. Yeah, wins the West. Wins the West. Big turnaround for Auburn with 10 games. They probably still play that song at Mississippi State. Um, I don't think they did the last time I was there. Um, Right? But then 2001, um, we don't have Rudy because he leaves, and we're sort of in the same spot again. Um, I can't remember how many games we won that year. It was not as good a year. 7-5. Yeah. Uh, 2002... Um, we have we finally um let Jason Campbell be the starting quarterback for. Hey, and, and who was the offensive coordinator that year? 
Um, oh, Bobby oh, P. Yeah, Bobby P. We our offense is better Gene than ever. Chizik on the defense. It's good times. Um, we still have Daniel Cobb to worry about. He did play in several games uh, that year, I believe. Uh, then the next year we start out. Two thousand. It's two thousand three. Yeah, 2002, we beat Bama. That's my my freshman year. I go to the game in Tuscaloosa. We beat Bama. We won nine games. Eight and five. Eight and five, okay. Um, Is that including the ball? It's eight and five. That's what I guess. Jeez. Okay. Um, It wasn't a great year, but we beat Bama, so who cares? Um, That was – and that was a good Bama team. That was a 10-win. Sorry, that was 2003. Is that what you were asking for? I was asking for 2002. Yeah, 2002. 2002, 9-4. Okay. Nine and then the next year we're on the cover, ESP the magazine. Number yeah. one, Auburn. Yeah, we weren't projected. Everyone remembers us being projected to be number one. We did not start this season ranked number one. We were in the top five. Well, we were playing USC week one. But we were playing USC the week one. Of that game was number one. We had played them the year before. Did you know that, Ryan? Yeah. No. We played well, the I year before, that, but I was not aware. And of the time. so USC was nothing. Like they, had, for years, they had been just down. Um, they, they were. This is the first football game or first Auburn game in my consciousness. So, so the year before we go out there and play them, I ever went to was so three <laughs> SC game. Pete Carroll's first game as their coach. Maybe we play them out there in 2 Um It didn't go great. It was an away game. I remember watching it on TV. How many points did we score? I lost a hat that night. Oh, no, a nice orange hat. Um, then we get to 2003. What did you say? So how many points did we score in the 2003 game? Oh, none. Um, we went uh, three. We've discussed this before. We went yeah. three games without scoring, uh, it, which is probably important nine, to this nine quarters, stories. Right? Nine quarters uh, without scoring a touchdown. After practicing uh, the we, touchdown all we, lost to, yes. uh, we lost to yes. USC to open. We lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Tech. And they tore down the goalposts. And then we finally beat Vandy for our right for our and Brandon our Jacobs killed a man against Vanderbilt <laughs> in that game. Brandon Jacobs we had Brandon Jacobs, Ronnie Brown, and Carnell Williams. Three NFL starting backs. NFL quarterbacks. Running backs. Only, uh, running backs. Only one of them won a Super Bowl, and it was the guy that left because he couldn't get in who but he killed a man at oh, Vanderbilt. He did. On kickoff. Um, Brian, he was the wedge buster on kickoff. And there is a grainy YouTube video of this, him coming down on kickoff team, not kickoff return, kickoff team, and killing some child. Like, this guy runs back, sets the wedge, turns around, and Brandon Jacobs puts his face into this guy's face. And that guy doesn't see anymore, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> it was the hardest hit I've ever watched on television. It's, it, it, is, it is twice it's, as hard it's as the Reggie Brown hit Oh yeah, that Hunter Rosegreen tried, tried to kill Reggie Brown the next year. Was this awesome. was a hit that made no, me was, watching TV go. This isn't this sport shouldn't have kickoff. So that was the moment I thought that. So so to cut this sh- sh- a little shorter than it was going there, um, it, it was another mediocre year. Right. Um, we had won uh, what five games, ten games, eight games. Auburn's on a downward trend. It was five, this ten, is, right? It, okay, it was five, ten, nine, eight. Right, so five years in, we're averaging eight and a half games a year, sure. eight and a half wins a year. Um, we had won the West. Once. Sounds about like Gus, just eight wins a year. We, we lost to Florida in Atlanta when we would win the West. Sorry, my bunker came out there for a second. It's fine. Um, so we're in a similar place to where we are mm. now, but without m- making it to a title game and winning an SEC championship. So if you just took 2013 off the front. 
Yeah, which That's, which kind of tells you why some people may be getting antsy now. Gus can only win with Gus's recruits from 2013. Um, there wasn't that because, I mean, the team that well, we Terry had was, was the, recruiting too well. Yeah. Terry was not recruiting well. Uh, t- the team we had was the team that Tommy built. Um, Tom, Tommy could recruit defensive line. Oh, well, and, and but, but they would be two and three stars and just yeah. be awesome by the time you got done. My goodness, we had some but, friends. I, so, 2013, we, we beat Alabama at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. What is what's the storyline going around? Oh three, you mean? Oh three, right? So during before that game, during the game, we have boosters on a plane to Louisville, mm-hmm. where Bobby Petrino, who had been our offense coordinator in our most successful year of this two thousand two, which is not our most successful year. Of this oh one oh one was our most successful, but. I think off numbers wise, offensively, it was the right. most coherent we've been on offense. It was the lead up to being highly ranked because of right, right. Um, and there's argument to be made if Bobby had still been here, we may have done better. We probably wouldn't. Have, probably would have scored more than zero points. Right. So uh, we have several of our boosters and the president of the university go That's meet the with Bobby one. Petrino and the athletic director and the athletic director. Um, and they go and they meet with Bobby Petrino and arrange for him to become our um, next football coach. With the expectation, I guess, that we were going to lose that Iron Bowl. Um, because I believe this was another one of the good teams that they claim they didn't have during the run where we beat them five times. I can't remember. Um, beat them six times. Uh, Auburn, or six times. Alabama right. finishes... Whoa. 2003, no, they're bad. Okay, they're 4-9. Really? Okay. <laughs> it's a bad damn well, I don't know. It was not on TV, if I remember. Or it was, but it was, like, not a big deal. I remember watching I was there. as a kid being like, no. or not as a kid, but, like, my brother Wait, was no, I wasn't at 3. 3 was here. I was coming to Auburn. I was outside. It's one of the the next year, and I remember watching that game. No, I was at that game. That was Go Crazy Cadillac. Yeah. yeah. 03 Iron Bowl. Yeah, I was no. at that game. Yes, you're right. You're right. The 03 Iron Bowl, I'm at the game. And with your brother, with my brother, and that's when I decided to come to Auburn. Okay, this yeah. seems like we didn't just beat them; we just destroyed them. This, it was this is one of those moments that, like, if you could pick up modern social media and just drop it on a like a week. Oh man! If you drop yeah. that on Auburn, this is Iron honk if you sack Brody, correct? No, no that's, that's, that is that's oh, five. That's five. five. But yeah. if you could drop social media in Auburn around Jackgate, oh. around Go Crazy Cadillac. Go crazy, Kevin. I just remember we, the the thing crazy. that broke me that year. We lost Ole Miss, yes. and it was in a like just awful. Like you think some of these losses that you've watched us lose with Gus, they've just infuriated you. Have just been baffling. Eli, Eli, Manning. Eli Manning will miss. Yes, this, this is yeah, good. Yeah. Ole Miss, though, at least this is number thirteen. By the right. This was Ben Obamanu dropping a pass. In the back of the end I, zone. I was sickened. Wide open. Ryan, wide open. One of the only games I had a ticket to that year because of the day he was born. Tickets to the freshman. Ball hit him in the chest, and he just dropped it. Sickening. One of our best wide receivers ever. I mean, just drops the ball there. Um, it, there. There was reason for so people to So what's the what upset. if here? Yeah. So the what if is, what if no one finds out about that meeting? We fire Tubbs anyway. See, the thing that happened was people found out about this meeting. Tubbs had beaten Alabama for the uh, second time in a row. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, to finish with eight wins. Is this, is, this a plane? is this a plane tracker kind of event? Like I can't, re- I can't remember exactly how people found out about it. The beginning of plane tracker. I, and you may be right. It may have happened the day before, but people yeah. finding out about it. Because there's no instant Twitter. It's probably some, uh, to be honest with you, it was probably some AL.com or Birmingham News reporter. Were there any boosters it. against Bobby Petrino? That Pro- probably. Was probably on the boards, man. Yeah. Oh, it was definitely a yeah. bunker. Um, what if the, we, they don't Bobby find out about it when we hire Bobby Petrino is basically it. Uh, so Bobby Petrino is Tubbs the coach of your Auburn Tigers in 2004. And Tubbs is, has basically no legacy at Auburn. So we don't have Tommy right. that we all like. Well, you one mean, thing I can tell you United for sure. United States Senator Tommy yeah, Tommy Tommy is not running for Senate in the state yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, for sure not. Um, he probably goes. He probably ends up the head coach at Arkansas at yeah. some point. Um, Petrino, Bobby Petrino doesn't go to Arkansas. He might go back to Ole Miss. Um, Petrino comes here. Uh, we probably win a national title in two thousand four. I, I, I do you believe we get to the number two spot over Oklahoma. Yeah. I, well, I think we score a lot more points. I think we have a lot more, uh, a lot more data in that computer that helps us out. Except, I think that there's a run on. I think a bunch of dudes leave early. I don't think so. Like I think Cadillac goes to the pro. They all. They all. You got to remember they, they all played under him the right. year before. Yeah, but they just let their coach. Then again, they did fired. know Bobby. Maybe they leave. That's true. They saw their coach get fired in the most just BS way. They probably all have a sour taste in their mouth to Auburn yeah. and leave. Yeah, but they their so, offense coordinator got so canned at the end of that year too. Let's play this out. What does Auburn become in the next five years? Bobby uh, so I think. So I. Th- I guess we need does to. Does Bobby Petrino hire Gus Malzahn at Auburn? No, no. I I, I okay. think no. I think because um, he's got Bobby. Calling the plays. Well, I think we have to we have to settle on. Does he win a national championship? Bobby didn't hire him at Arkansas. Houston. Oh, Houston. Sorry. Wow. We gotta we gotta settle on. Yeah. Okay. Bobby wins a national championship, so he has a little little juice. How long is he at Auburn? Bobby's a Rolling Stone baby. He's hired by the Falcons within minutes. Probably. Probably oh six. He's at the Falcons. When was he at the Falcons? Right. Uh, before number one Bobby Petrino fan oh Ryan Stewart. No, number one Falcons fan. Well, uh, before Mike Smith, guys, if you so it's two thousand. Oh, we probably should take two, one more break. It's the two thousand eight before we close out. We got a couple oh, minutes we'll left, out. guys. It's we'll close out with a break, and uh, and Jack just have an ad put it at the back end of this bad boy. Yeah, or just, or just I I just uh, yeah, I guess we need here. to. Wrap up R- where up we end up. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't think he's see? at Auburn more than five years, and I don't know. I don't think Bobby Petrino can hold together winning that long I, I, to have sustain sustained success. So what I'm hearing is 2008 we, is a disaster. Probably. And Auburn goes and gets a uh, former defensive coordinator by the name of Gene Chizik. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Probably in the exact same. And way. we are in the exact same place. And that brings us to. Well, we came here to talk about, which is Tour de France starts on Saturday. Most people think you got Garen Thomas is going to win this bad boy. I, it's probably a good pick. But here's a name you're not hearing, and I think uh, the smart money would go on this guy. Richie Port has never finished a Tour de France healthy uh, and on his bicycle all the way through uh, at this level. And if he does, he doesn't crash out like he's wont to do. Then uh, he's my pick, my sleeper pick to win. I think I think Team Ineos has too many guys. This is double, double. We'll keep this going. 
I also think Absolutely. you're looking at Rigoberto Oran from Colombia or TJ Van Garder and both from Team EF Dimension EF uh, Cannondale. They're they're also my sleeper picks for winning this bad boy. But we'll have more updates as that bad boy goes for 21 days in July. Tour de France with Crow. Crow, what are we doing next week? We stay in the program. Is sure. Next are week we? we'll do stay in the program. With, yeah. Okay. With Ryan and Chief. I'm Are we recording during the Home Run Derby? And Ronald Cunha's the Home Run Derby? The Home Run Derby? What is it, 1998? And I care it. about that because yeah, Kenny yeah. Jr. is in it? Yeah, Cunha's going to win. I'm watching Derby next weekend. Adios. Okay.